Hey, yeah, you. What if I told you we could have a deep conversation about life right now? Uh-huh, that's right. In this show, we ponder life and practice a growth mindset. I'm Ariana, your host, and this is Take a Second. Hey everyone, I am back. Welcome and thanks for tuning in to this episode of Take a Second. I am super happy and excited for today's stuff because honestly, it just keeps getting better and better. So we're going through the four R's of life right now that I previously discussed in an episode last season. Last time we went through rest and today I'll go through restoration. That's our second R. But before I get into it, I want to share something kind of silly with you. I've had this episode planned since like two weeks ago. Everything laid out and all. And last minute, I changed everything. Literally the whole message. Still restoration, of course, but very different in the way I will be talking about it today. And of course, more in depth than the episode from season one. But I know the way I will talk about it now is way better than what I had before. So to start out, I want to introduce you to a character in the Bible from the book of Genesis. I'm going to talk a little bit about Jacob for a moment. You got to bear with me here because this is actually a sick story and kind of funny in some ways. So Jacob was the son of Isaac and Rebekah, and he had a twin brother named Esau. And these two, Jacob and Esau, were literally polar opposites. Esau was kind of like the cool guy. He was really good at hunting. He was a skillful hunter is what the Bible says. And Jacob, well, he would stay at home. So Esau was not only his father's favorite, but he also had the birthright because he was born first. And a birthright pertains to inheritance, okay? And Jacob was Rebecca's favorite. So one day, Esau was coming home from hunting, and Jacob was cooking, and Esau goes, please, can you give me some of that? I'm starving. And Jacob is like, nah, not if you don't give me your birthright. And Esau is like, come on, dude. But Esau was a nice guy, so he ended up giving it to him. I'm going to jump forward a little bit. Isaac, so their father, he was getting very old now. And he was going to die soon. So one day, Rebecca overheard Isaac asking Esau to prepare for him some of the meat he had hunted. And he was like, son, bring me some of this so that I may give you my blessing before I die. So you can imagine Rebecca. You can imagine what she felt because Jacob, her favorite, was apparently not getting his father's blessing. Long story short, and you can read this story in Genesis chapter 27, Rebecca told Jacob about what she had heard. You won't believe what Jacob did. He pretended to be Esau and brought his dad some food and lied and said, Hey dad, it's Esau. Here's what you asked for. This sucker lied to steal his brother's blessing. So now he has the birthright and the blessing and because isaac was getting old he like could barely see but hold up we're getting to the climax of the story here when esau finds out what his brother just did to him 
Esau was so mad, like literally infuriated. Like this guy takes away his brother's birthright and basically steals his blessing. Esau wanted to kill his brother. He said, the days of mourning for my father are near. Then I will kill my brother Jacob. So of course, our buddy Jacob was running for his life for years. Fast forward after many, many years, Jacob starts feeling crappy. And it was about time, right? He was like, wow, I'm kind of messed up for doing what I did to my brother. This is his rest. All these years alone, away from his brother, was in some sense rest for him. He was running for his life, yes, so not your typical form of rest. But he got that disconnect that he needed to realize that maybe he had done some bad things. So Jacob decides that he's going to go back to Esau and reconcile with him. But before he does that, he has this interesting experience. This is where stuff gets good and where I will leave off the story of Jacob. So there's a chapter in Genesis 32 titled, Jacob Wrestles with God. And in this chapter, we see Jacob is alone one night, and he's wrestling with a man all night. And Jacob doesn't know this man is God, okay? So they're wrestling and all, and Jacob goes, I will not leave you alone until you bless me. And then the man, who is God, asks him, what is your name? And Jacob goes, Jacob. He says, I'm Jacob. Then the man blessed him and said, your name will no longer be Jacob. It will be Israel because you have struggled with God. Oof. Okay. Big story here. In all this, Jacob goes through both rest and restoration. So we talked about rest, right? We said Jacob got the time he needed to identify areas in his life where he was broken. And he did. He realized what he had done wrong. Let's talk about restoration now. Restoration happens in this last part where we see Jacob wrestling with God. Why? Well, let's go back. Jacob was not the cool guy. And he was low-key or maybe high-key jealous of Esau. Esau hunted. Esau had the birthright. Esau was his father's favorite. And so we see Jacob pretending to be Esau. This is a clear illustration of Jacob's jealousy. But what happens in the midst of the wrestling? Jacob decides for himself that he is tired of pretending and he's like I'm Jacob man this is who I am and this is what I did when we get proper rest when we give ourselves time to think we are able to pay attention to what's going on deep inside suddenly after you take time for yourself and put a hold on your daily shenanigans you start feeling you start thinking, you start getting to the bottom of things, you identify pain 
you identify things that have hurt you, you identify things that have been making you upset. Jacob went through all this. He spent time isolated and boy did he listen to himself and identify these areas he needed to work on. His jealousy and that big disconnect with himself. Because imagine he pretended to be his brother. So he wasn't happy with who he was. And Jacob was tired of this. And he's like, enough. I am ready to be Jacob now. He's ready for restoration. So you're done resting. And you've identified these areas. Past episodes in your life that you've been maybe suppressing or ignoring. Or addictions. Or vices. Literally anything. Nothing too big or too small to bring into restoration. Because sometimes we're so caught up in our lives that we don't realize how things can be indirectly hurting us. So now what? When you are healing, when you are restoring, you are coming out of a stage in your life where although it is broken, it was comfortable to you. It was to a degree a comfort zone. These are unhealthy cycles, but as humans, we like cycles. We like routines. Routines are comfortable and they make us feel secure and in control. So when you decide to make changes and break out of that cycle, it will be uncomfortable. It will feel like you're not sure of what's happening or where this process of restoration is going. What's important in this process of restoration is that you leave any cycle you're in and you make decisions to move from brokenness and pain to restoration and healing. Being uncomfortable in the midst of it is encouraged because this is where you enter a deeper self-discovery journey where you are challenging yourself and moving towards a breakthrough. Take a look at Jacob's restoration. Years of running. And then he wrestles with God, where he is obviously uncomfortable, because I don't think any form of wrestling is comfortable. But most importantly, this guy was full of so much shame for what he had done to his brother. And he's like, you know what, man? I am Jacob, and I am tired of living a life where I have to run, where I have to pretend, and where I am not even myself. Jacob although it was so painful, he got to the bottom of things and he decided to drop his crap, be himself and restore this area of his life. Restoration is uncomfortable because in this process, we wrestle. We wrestle with ourselves and our nasty habits and broken parts. But the Bible says that gold is purified in the fire. You are gold. And when you decide to enter this process of restoration, you will go through fire. Fire is not easy to go through, but you can be certain that after you come out of it, after you have wrestled and struggled, you will be purified and healed and restored. And this is a decision you make for yourself. No one makes this decision for you, nor can someone else do the work for you. Only you can know 
And only you can make the difference. You know what's real in your life and what's not. You know those areas in your life that are hurting you. You know what I'm talking about when I say those areas that we don't want anyone to see. You know what things you hide from people and struggle with on your own. You know. In these times, times of rest and restoration, is where you embrace the reality in your life and even the one you've maybe been avoiding or running away from. Rest and make the decision to go through restoration. A couple more R's that fit in restoration. Rearrange and restructure. What things do you have to do differently? What mindset do you need to change? What habits do you need, do you need to make adjustments to? What routines do you need to break? What behaviors do you need to replace? Plenty of questions to ask yourself when you are trying to restore areas in your life. Let's imitate Jacob and be real with ourselves and admit what we struggle with. Just like he said, I'm Jacob. You too can say, I struggle with this or I am hurt from this. No one is perfect, so don't keep yourself from identifying areas of growth because we all have them. And you know what the coolest thing is? There is a God who wants to carry you through this process and wants to help you. He'll make you wrestle, of course, but it will be worth it because there is no one else in this universe who restores better than God and who knows about those areas in our life that we need help with and tend to hide from others. So friends, rest is great, but restoration is really a game changer. Take time for yourself and examine where you are struggling and what you can improve on. Make changes even if it means you're going to be uncomfortable, even if it means you're going to be wrestling with yourself, even if it means you will go through fire. Because remember, this is where the magic happens. This is where we are purified and restored. God went through this with Jacob and he wants to go through it with you too. You deserve rest and you deserve restoration. You are worth it. And I can tell you these things, but none of it matters if you don't believe it for yourself. Take this and make it your own. I will end this chat here, but thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I always love chatting, so reach out, say hello, and let's, you know, have a little heart-to-heart. Stay tuned for next time because that's better stuff coming. Don't forget to follow on Insta at tas.podcast. And until next time, this is Take a Second.